hello everyone and welcome uh back to capes and japes uh a podcast where we talk about uh carry on no i guess stop it olivia don't <laughs> Don't, don't, don't even joke about giving me permission to talk about Carry On for an hour. We're here for a reason. We are here for a specific reason. I mean, Rainbow Rowell has written comic books, so yes, it's not... But Carry On is not a comics book. It's, it's not... It's not the podcast's uh, fault that I spent all yesterday reading Carry On, and all of this morning, up until an hour before recording, reading Wayward Son. <laughs> and then after that, I made a cup of tea and lied down on the ground in the sun and listened to sad music, because I'm... So, y'all know how, like, sometimes when your brain really latches onto a piece of media and then you finish it, and you have to go through, like, a morning process. Yes. I'm in the morning process. So if I'm, like, tired, like, if I'm distracted and quiet this episode, you know why. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Baz Pitch. <laughs> um, but you do have... Your obsidian orb to concentrate your feelings into. I do have my obsidian orb, and I am rolling it in my hands. <laughs> take take these feelings that Rainbow Rowell has injected into my skin. <laughs> take them from me, obsidian orb. <laughs> Rid them from my body. Um, well, while you're doing that, I guess um, I will tell the good people listening... Um, about Bane. Please do. I don't know a lot about this dude. Yeah, so, well, we're here now. I think, um, Sam suggested we do Bane for Villaintober. Um, and it, it's not Villaintober. <laughs> no, but, but we, we talked about him last week, and then we were like, who should we talk about? And I was like, Bane? Yeah, we also talked about the Al Ghouls when it was not Villaintober. So we can talk about villains... villains outside of Villaintober. They don't have to be confined to their month. Villaintober is just specifically for villains. Yes, exactly. Uh, so yeah, let's uh let's talk about uh Bane Bane <laughs> Bane B Bane. No, oh, one name only, like Shakira. Um. No alias, no alter ego, just Bane all the Share. time. <laughs> all the greats have one name. It's so true. Uh, so Bane is a uh, somewhat recent uh, Batman addition. Uh, he was created in 1993. Uh, so was I. Yes, so were both of us. That's something that we and Bane have in common. Wow, I never knew I had so much in common with Bane. Um, <laughs> that might be, I don't know, I, I was created in 1993 and I'm obsessed with Batman. Um, but those are about the only two things I can think of. Have you ever broken Batman's back? No. Okay. All right, then I guess you're not as similar as we thought. Yeah, I've broken a Batman mug. Oh, 
Well, so that's something. Um, did you do it on purpose, though? No. Bane definitely so it, did his on purpose. Bane for real did it extremely on purpose. What if Bane did that and he was like, oh, oh no. Ah, shoot. Oh, oh, dang. Are you okay? Oh, shoot. Uh, medic. 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 Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. I just, I, oh, are, are you going to be okay? Oh, man. Ooh. Oh, How can I make geez. this up to you? Oh, no. I feel terrible for accidentally breaking your back with my <laughs> knee. <laughs> my powerful, powerful knee. Uh, God. Uh, so, Bane, um, he is, uh, he is a pretty, uh, it's not surprising that he is a, uh, 90s villain, because he has a very 90s look. Um, he was, uh, created by Chuck Dixon and Doug Mensch were the writers, and Graham Nolan was the artist. Uh, Dennis O'Neill, I think, was also, like, the editor for, like, the Batman titles at the time, and so part of this was his idea, but Bane was created for a uh, very specific purpose, uh, which was that he was going to be used in the storyline Nightfall, uh, Night with a K, it's a pun because of the Dark Knight. Um, and he's falling. He's, he's, there he goes. Oh no. Uh, we talked about Nightfall somewhat when we mentioned Asriel in one of our, our Bat Family roundups, uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, but Nightfall was a storyline where the intention was to have something happen to Batman and have someone else take over as Batman. And it was going to be this character, Azrael, who they'd established like a few months before, who was sort of studying with Batman. Uh, I read, um, I was reading like an oral history of the, uh, the storyline over the weekend while I was taking notes and Something I didn't know, which was, uh, sort of funny, was that it's the 90s and, like, everybody was, like, very into, you know, kind of edgy, like, anti-hero types, like, Wolverine and Punisher and Lobo were all, like, huge sellers, um, even though Lobo's, like, more of, like, a satire of that, um, but, like, you, it was the 90s, like, that was the thing, uh, and... People were like, oh, everyone, like, <laughs> the Batman editorial team was like, oh, people keep saying that they want Batman to be, like, edgier, or that, like, he's not as popular because, you know, these characters all, like, kill people and Batman doesn't kill people. So what if we came up with a Batman who would kill people <laughs> and then... Uh, see if everyone, like, they're like, yeah, you want that, or do you want Batman back? Uh, so they came up with the storyline to, like, make Azrael Batman, and everyone was like, I hate this guy! And we're like, yeah, we know! <laughs> we told you! <laughs> 
stop asking for gritty Batman. He's gritty enough. <laughs> He's gritty enough. Uh, but part of this, uh, the other half of this storyline was introducing a villain who could take Batman out of commission. And they came up with this new character of Bane, who is the, like, look was sort of, uh... Lucador inspired, but like, but evil, <laughs> evil, evil, scary Lucador, and the uh, idea behind him was they, which is this is one of the interesting things about Bane to me is that this is like he doesn't look like the sort of character for whom this is true, but the idea was to have this like. Like, I think Doc Savage was, like, cited as one of the inspirations. Like, this, like, character who was, like, extremely, like, well-learned, knew a bunch of languages, had, like, studied all sorts of different disciplines, that sort of thing. Which is not the vibe you get when you look at Bane. Um, no, which you I get, think like, large. Large. It's Big McLarge huge. Um, but, uh, it's fun, it's fun sort of in the same way, like, one of the things I like about Kingpin is that, like, Kingpin's primary, like, villainy is that he has, like, a lot of, like, money and influence and he's very good at manipulating people and, you know, controlling things from behind the scenes, but also he's fucking enormous and he can just, like, squish your head if he wants to. Um, but they come up with this concept because they want a character who can, one, physically best Batman, uh, and two, be sort of, like, on the same level as Batman mentally. Uh, and before he shows up, uh, in Nightfall to do all of his, uh, all of his crimes, he, uh, they do, like, a uh, one-shot or, like, a couple issues sort of introducing him and establishing some of his backstory. So, Bane, uh, his father, uh, is a mercenary named, well, his, his supervillain name is King Snake. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, his real name is, like, Ed Edmund, Edmund Dorrance, uh, who is a villain who'd been introduced previously. He'd had run-ins with, like, Batman and Robin, like, a couple years prior. Uh, and I don't... Later on, like, later on in Bane's story, he, like, goes trying to figure out who his father is. So I don't know if this was, like, something they knew writing it. They're like, this guy is Bane's dad, or if they added in later. Uh, but the story is that, uh, so King Snake is a mercenary. He, uh, he and his team are in this fake South American country called Santa Prisca. Uh, and they are hired to help, like, the local rebels. And the government ends up catching them, uh, 
King Snake manages to uh, escape arrest and flee the country, uh, but he leaves uh, he leaves behind a woman who's pregnant with his son, which I don't I don't know if he he knew that at the time, but the government of this canonically very corrupt country is like, well, this guy ran away. But his son is here, so I guess we just put his baby son in prison instead. Because that makes sense. Yeah, that, listen, it evens out, right? That's how it works. (laughs) It doesn't. Uh, well, unfortunately for Bane, that's what they decide. And so he is raised in prison. Uh, the prison... Uh, is called Peña Duro, uh, and he uh, spends his time studying different things and, you know, learning, like, various forms of martial arts and combat. He uh, talks to, like, different people who are in the prison who's, like, you know, there's, like, priests who, like, teach him, you know, like, history and stuff, and and there's, he studies meditation and, like, spirituality. Uh, he reads tons of books, and he also gets into a lot of fights. Because, you know, what else are you gonna do? I mean, I guess. Other than read Uh and learn history. Well, you know, sometimes sometimes you get tired of reading uh, a bunch of books that you have in prison and you need to uh take some energy out by just starting fights with people. Uh he uh so he knows a ton of different languages. Uh he has this like form of meditation uh where he, you know, is able to, like, enter this very kind of, like, calm, like, centered place, uh, when, like, people start, like, losing control of their emotions while they're fighting. Bane is just, like, zen. Um, I'm doing, like, hand motions while I'm talking about this and then realizing that nobody can see me because this is a podcast. (laughs) Uh, and he... Also, uh, he has these recurring nightmares about a bat creature, uh, some, some sort of demonic bat monster. Uh, so all of this is very, like, knowing Bane is set up with this specific intent of they need a villain who can take down Batman because they want to temporarily take out Batman and introduce a new Batman. It's, you know, it's like very clear the ways in which this is intended to be like, okay, Batman, but evil. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's learning all this stuff, but he's like in, you know, a more dangerous environment with no support system, but he's got the same sort of like focus and, you know, capacity for, like, training and discipline. Uh, 
he also, uh, when, as he reaches adulthood, the management of, of the prison, uh, is like, wow, this guy is extremely strong and good at everything. Um, let's run unethical experiments on him. Uh. Uh, so they, uh, use this drug called Venom. Uh, not, not the Spider-Man villain Venom. Um, though it would be fun if he just showed up and was like, hey, what's going on? It's me, Venom. Um, <laughs> I'm a planeswalker. I'm here now. I'm here. Watch out. Uh, this, I think, like, the idea of Venom had been introduced a little bit before this in uh, a Batman storyline as a drug that enhances your physical abilities intensely, but is also very dangerous and uh, potentially addictive. Uh, but... <laughs> You know, they just, uh, they just stick it into Bane. And it is, uh, I mean, it works. It gives him a highly, like, uh, intensified, uh, strength and, you know, healing, uh, abilities and stuff like that. Uh, but he needs to take it pretty much constantly, uh, or, you know, he uh, goes into withdrawals, uh, which is why you get, uh, he's got those, like, little, like, tubes that are, like, hooked up to his mask uh, that are just pumping the drug uh, directly into his brain. Um, he's, he's on a drip, he's on a drip system. Yeah, exactly. A little uh, home gardening. So... <laughs> Uh, after they give this already very strong, tactical, single-minded person uh, a drug that makes him even stronger and more unstoppable, uh, he breaks out of prison. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> what did you think would happen? Uh, but he, uh, breaks out. He has, like, a few, uh, kind of henchman who he takes with him uh and he leaves prison hears about gotham city realizes he's like well gotham isn't that different from peña doro and you know i'm you know kind of like ruled the prison through fear and gotham is ruled by this batman uh and I'm very afraid of bats and have been having recurring nightmares about them. <laughs> so I think it's my destiny to kill this Batman. I'm so scared of bats, I'm going to kill the Batman. I could, then I'll, I'll be safe. I could go anywhere in the world, but no. I'm going to kill the Batman. <laughs> well, he wouldn't, be, he wouldn't be a powerful supervillain if he didn't face his fears. I... Fair. Fair. But I'm sure that you could face bats anywhere. Just go into a cave. <laughs> Just walk into any cave. Um, Just be like, hello, bats, I'm not scared of you. 
Just like uh, what happens to Batman in Batman Begins. Do you, do you think? Do you think he, he he sees Batman and he's like, "I'm gonna face my fears," and then he sees Man Bat and he's like, "Uh, maybe later." Oh God, that's way scarier! <laughs> what the fuck? Batman, I can do. He's just a man dressed in a suit with little pointy ears and a cape. Man bat, maybe, maybe I'll tackle that next. We'll do this in <laughs> steps. Just, yeah, it's it's like exposure therapy. Yeah, you defeat the Batman, and then you defeat the man bat, and then you defeat the bat Batman. <laughs> bat bat, man hand hook car door. <laughs> uh, so this is all leading up to Nightfall, with a K. <laughs> and what happens in Nightfall is... The sun goes down. Yes, so... <laughs> you know how the sun is in the sky, and then you can't see it anymore. Uh, no, Bane uh, stages a uh, breakout at Arkham Asylum, uh, breaks a bunch of uh, currently imprisoned villains, out of Arkham. Uh, this is one of the points where pretty much every villain is in Arkham at the same time, for once. Uh, Batman's been so doing overtime. He's He's been working really hard. So all of these villains break out at once. They all go and start uh, wreaking havoc all over Gotham. Uh, Bane is like, in the meantime, he's like doing uh, some scheming. He briefly kidnaps Tim, but Tim's okay, but he's a Robin, so he has to get kidnapped, obviously, at some point. Of course. Uh, he uh, fights Killer Croc in the sewers for fun. Um, <laughs> just honing his skills. Just, yeah, exactly. But mostly what's going on is he's sort of biding his time while Batman is forced to go out and stop pretty much all of his villains at once. Uh, so he's, uh, it, it takes him months, uh, and he, you know, is exhausted, uh. This is exactly he... how people used to hunt deer. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that. You just run them until they're exhausted and then that's easy. Yeah, Bane read uh, read a book about hunting deer while he was in prison, and he's like, hmm, interesting idea. <laughs> interesting leg up. <laughs> so Batman, uh, this, this takes him months, he's exhausted, he's barely slept, he's, you know, in very bad physical shape because he's getting into a bunch of fights with pretty much all of his villains. Uh, and after he finally manages to, uh, get them all back into Arkham, he staggers into Wayne Manor, and Bane is just there. <laughs> and he's like, hello, it's me. He doesn't, he doesn't talk like, I mean, it's a comic book, so he could talk like that. Uh, the, the, the Tom Hardy Bane voice was an invention. Of Tom Hardy. 
or Christopher Nolan, as far as I know. Uh, but he gives uh, gives Batman a, a big speech and then uh, beats the hell out of him. And in his most famous action, breaks Batman's spine over his knee, which it it it's a very it's a very big deal. Like it's a it's one of the you know most famous like panels in pretty much all of comics, and you know it's pretty jarring to see a character just get their spine broken by a guy who just showed up. Uh, it is at this point, it's sort of kind of like Bane, okay, we get it, you broke Batman's spine, like, you don't need to make a whole thing about it constantly, um, but in the moment, it's, it's a very big deal, and then, you know, Batman, uh, he lives, uh, but he is paralyzed for a while, Asriel becomes Batman, Bruce has to, like, go recuperate. Uh, Bane does this whole thing about how he broke the bat. Uh, and that's, again, that's the reason Bane was introduced, was to have a villain who could beat Batman, take him out of commission, uh, introduce a new Batman character, (laughs) have everyone not like the new Batman (laughs) And then bring Batman back again. But, uh, Bane does, uh, he sticks around, uh, he's, you know, he obviously has, like, run-ins with Asriel while Asriel is Batman. He beats him once, uh, and then Asriel, uh, builds a new, more advanced bat suit that's just full of knives, uh, and comes back and just beats the hell out of Bane, um, and severs his, you know, venom inputs, so he, I, fun fact about me, I literally, I realize, can't say the word venom without instinctively wanting to do the Eminem rap from the end of the movie Venom, it's like, <laughs> venom, 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 not gonna know what hit him, um, I'm sorry about that, uh, but uh, Asriel does not kill Bane, but like absolutely beats the shit out of him. Uh, and then Bane goes, he uh, goes to prison. He goes to Blackgate. Uh, he manages to overcome his venom addiction. Uh, although this is a thing that, like, met, uh, there's been a lot of, it seems like, confusion over whether or not Bane is actually using Venom anymore, (laughs) because sometimes it shows up and it seems like he does still have it, and then other stories are like, no, he doesn't need it anymore, he's he's not using it, it was just when he first showed up, and now he's done. Uh, he's usually, he's usually still drawn with, like, the little tubies, but I think that's just, that's just part of the look. It's just an aesthetic at this point. He's like, you know, I really it's, don't need these, but I do kind of like them. Uh, 
this is where, uh, so he goes on some sort of, a few kind of personal crusades, uh, in Gotham, he stops a, like, or helps to stop a crime ring that's, like, basically, like, selling venom as, like, a, a street drug, uh, he confronts the doctor who originally did the experiments on him, uh, he goes to try and track down his father, uh, he has this conversation with Batman where he's like, hey, I'm, I'm done, I'm done, you know, trying to kill you and everything, I'm not trying to do evil, I am just gonna go find my dad, don't stop me, (laughs) uh, and he, this is also, uh, while he's looking for his father, this is where he, uh, runs into Rachel Ghoul, and he's like, you seem like a, a pretty skilled and powerful man. You would be a great heir <laughs> to my evil empire. Do you want to marry my daughter? And Bane's like, okay. And Talia's like, no. <laughs> Uh, but ask they, me what I want. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, he works together with Rage for a little bit, and then uh, Bane gets defeated by Batman, and Rage is like, "Never mind, you're not good enough. Tell you you're not going to marry him." And Talia's like, "I didn't want to." <laughs> um, so he has some some sort of uh, kind of more just personal, like, goals. He's looking for his dad. He's in no man's land working for Lex Luthor, and then Bruce is like, don't work for Lex Luthor, and Bane's like, yeah, you're right. Um, (laughs) He uh, tries, he gets mad at Raish, and he tries to, like, go destroy a bunch of Lazarus pits. Uh, He has, like, a rematch uh, with... Asriel, they kind of clash again a couple times. Uh, just for fun? Just just for fun. Uh, you know, he, at one point, at one point, his, like, ongoing quest leads him to think that maybe Thomas Wayne was his father. Uh, and he goes to tell Batman that they, like, do a DNA test. Uh, and then just, like, kind of, like, teams up with and helps Batman until they find out that they are not, in fact, brothers. Uh, and then Bane's like, okay, bye, I guess I'll go find my dad somewhere else. And Batman's like, okay, bye, Bane. It's cool hanging out with you. <laughs> I love how Batman's just like, yeah, I'll take a DNA test. Let's go. Let's go. Let's find out. You know, I'm curious. I mean, if I have a brother, that's great. Bane, we have so much history. It would be wild if we were brothers. Let's find out. Let's find out. Uh, he does eventually uh, find his dad. He stops his dad from doing uh, evil with Batman's help. Uh, he actually saves Batman from being shot by his dad. Uh, and then... Bruce uses uh, a Lazarus pit to help Bane, like, recover from his injuries. Um, <laughs> just a lot of, a lot of really intense stuff going on. 
<laughs> with these two. Um, he also, uh, at some point, he goes back to uh, Santa Prisca and, like, tries to basically, like, lead a revolution against the new government. Uh, and he uh, gets, I think at this point, he gets, like, briefly re-addicted to Venom. Uh, but then I think that ends at the end of the storyline, but also nobody really knows because people keep just, like, kind of making it up whenever, uh, whenever they, they draw him. I mean, um, look, recovery is not a straight line. That's so true. That's, that's what everyone should say instead of, I forgot whether or not Bane was still using this or not. <laughs> um, but he, uh... His intent is to basically eradicate, like, the use of Venom, uh, from Santa Prisca. Bane says, uh, don't do drugs. Um, he, I think he manages to, like, destroy the research on it. Uh, good for him. He also, uh, he is in... Secret Six, written by, uh, Gail Simone, which is a, uh, like a, a supervillain team, basically. Uh, he shows up in sort of a, a slightly relaunched version of the team, uh, as the kind of, like, straight man in this relatively chaotic, uh, villain group. Um... He also, he gets, uh, very attached to Scandal Savage, who's a member of this team, who's Vandal Savage's, uh, gay daughter. Um, he, like, has this, like, develops this, like, intense, just, like, paternal concern for her well-being. <laughs> um, and, like, goes, uh, uses Venom where it's established he hasn't been using Venom, but he uses Venom again in order to protect her at one point. Um, That's good shit. I mean, that is pretty good shit. Uh, and he takes over, uh, takes over as, as leader at one point. Um, and then, uh, uh, gets into a fight with Scandal and becomes sort of unhinged, and then it's like, okay, new plan. We're all gonna go kill all of Batman's friends. And they're like, um, are you sure? Bane, he's like, here we go! And obviously, uh, they are t stopped from doing that. But that's like, that's like one of his last major things before New 52. Um... And then in New 52, he does some some stuff with, like, the Court of Owls. Uh, he does some stuff in Forever Evil that I don't remember super well because I did really just focus on the parts of Forever Evil where Dick was strapped to a bomb for, like, six issues. He was just shirtless and strapped to a bomb. I fucking I love that idiot. That's very um, distracting. It's very, it was very distracting for me. Um, but Bane, uh, Bane is doing some stuff. He, like, is 
fighting with Scarecrow to see who gets control of Gotham. Uh, he, like, unmind controls a bunch of Court of Owls talons, um, and has them, like, like, turn on the court, I think. Uh, he, um, in the car, or I guess it's over now, in Tom King's Batman run, Bane is sort of the main antagonist, along with evil Thomas Wayne, (laughs) evil alternate universe Thomas Wayne, um, but he is, uh, for a lot of the storyline, he's sort of the one who's, you know, behind the curtain, like, pulling the strings, kind of manipulating everyone into doing these things, and then, uh, Batman has, you know, a big, uh, final showdown with him, he sort he temporarily takes over Gotham, he kit. I don't, I don't, I think, I think evil, evil Thomas Wayne kills Alfred. I don't think Bane kills Alfred, but I can't remember. (laughs) Uh, there was a lot, there was a lot happening. Um, but, uh, Tom King has, like, talked in interviews a few times about, he's like, yeah, you know, I think Bane is, like, kind of underutilized as, you know, sort of, like, Batman's equal and opposite pretty much, uh, and I wanted to use him as, like, the big main villain, uh, because I think he's one of the bigger threats to Batman. Uh, I've, I've always, Bane's, like, kind of, kind of weird character for me. I've never been quite sure how I feel about Bane, uh, partly because, like, he's a, he's a very, he's a pretty high-level Batman villain, but he's, like, he seems so out of place among, like, so many of the Batman rogues, uh, who obviously most of them were created in a very different time, uh, but all of them are, like, so iconic and so extremely over-the-top, like, campy, like, absurd, um, and I love them. I'm extremely, extremely attached to all of them, except for the Joker. Um, <laughs> but the Joker is still, like, very iconic, over-the-top, like, heavily-themed villain. Uh, and then Bane's thing is, for, like, on a few different occasions, they've tried to make, like, breaking people's spines Bane's thing and they've like called back to this like one specific instance and be like Bane breaks somebody else's back (laughs) that's not like a villain theme though Bane that's just sort of like his his full name is back Bane (laughs) the Bane of people's backs um um but he uh there's also like there's been some sort of, like, pretty, like, up and down. A little bit like Raish, but I think Raish is, like, morally relatively consistent. But, like, there's been sort of some, like, up and down in terms of, like, how people view Bane as 
you know, like a kind of ultimately, you know, noble, like honorable person who uh, just has some very specific vendettas uh, and how many people have him going like full supervillain. Um, I do think, I think it's fun, again, partly because he's just so extremely scary looking. I think it's kind of more fun if he's not extremely evil. <laughs> People are like, oh, geez, it's Bane. And he's like, I'm just buying a coffee. I'm just here to buy a coffee, you guys. Like, I do, like, I think the idea of him doing stuff like trying to find his dad or like, trying to overthrow the corrupt government in his home country, um, and stuff like that, and then kind of possibly resorting to some more questionable methods to do that, uh, is sort of interesting, and I think helps to distinguish him as a villain, uh, but then in recent Batman, it's just like, no, he's just like, like, he's pretty darn evil, you know, like, he's not... He's not just, like, going on, you know, like, a serial-killing murder spree, but he's extremely evil and he wants to ruin Batman's life. I'm like, okay, I guess that's, I guess that's what, what Bane's doing now. Um, Maybe the Bat Dreams came back. The Bat Dreams came back, he's like, uh, um, which I think is, is partly just due to, you know, having a villain that you create to serve this one specific purpose, uh... And then they do that, and <laughs> you don't necessarily, like, have a plan for what they're gonna do afterwards. He retires. Um, he retires, you know? He just, he, he deserves it. He, he's earned a break. Um, I have yet to read, like, I haven't also read a ton of Bane stories. Um, I have yet to read a, a Bane story that makes me, like truly invested in Bane. But if anyone has one, I'd I'd be interested. Uh yeah, he's uh, a little bit of a kind of kind of in a, a weird place. <laughs> this guy, this man, this man who just loves to break backs. It's his favorite pastime. His favorite activity is number 1 chair. Um Oh, no, it's Carr. I was thinking about the Mabimbam uh, bit where Justin does his Joker impression. It's like, I'm like a dog chasing a car, and it's my number one car. <laughs> um, but I couldn't remember what it was that was in my head. It was that. Uh. Anyways, <laughs> uh, you read a book that was not comics. I did read a book that was not comics, and I did already talk about it. Yes. Although I guess, uh, if you want a fun, magical, chosen one storyline that is also gay, <laughs> gay, gay, homosexual gay, <laughs> uh, then read Carry On, and then if after that you're like, oh, but what if <laughs> instead of magic he had depression, <laughs> then read Wayward Son. <laughs> Damn. Brutal. Uh, it was good. I liked it. Did you read any comics? Um, I have, um, 
I did I did read some comics. I obtained and read some comics. Uh notably, um I read the most recent issue of the current Nightwing run, uh written by Tom Taylor, which is like it's so it's weird to talk about because it's like it feels so specifically tailored towards me that it's almost like I shouldn't be reading it. Like, it feels like I'm eating, like, ice cream for dinner. <laughs> like, I'm like, am I allowed to have this? <laughs> Somebody just put a sign on it that's like, for Olivia, made for Olivia, specifically for Olivia. And you're like, I, this feels like a trap. This feels like a trap. It feels like there's, like, gonna, like, be, you know, a, a box and a stick. Uh, in this, uh, this issue, it's, like, so first of all, like, the villain of this arc is a, uh, serial killer who's, like, cutting out people's hearts, and he goes by Heartless, um, which is already, like, one, some fun sort of, like, Hannibal-esque <laughs> imagery and also it's like okay obviously there's gonna be like a ton of like you know metaphor but it's like oh this guy is heartless but dick grayson is the opposite of that <laughs> really makes you think um but then also uh tim shows up in this issue he asks for uh he asks for tim's help and, like, the two of them are, like, hanging out and talking and talking about their feelings. And Babs is also, like, Babs has also been there. And there's, like, a scene where, like, they're, like, on the, he and Tim are, like, on the comms talking. And Tim asks, like, oh, he's like, oh, did uh, Babs stay over last night? And Babs is like, I'm also on the line. Uh, which is just, like, I swear to God that exact conversation has happened in, like, comics that I've read from, like, the mid-2000s, um, which is ideal, because it was, like, an ideal time, um, for this specific dynamic, and it's, like, it's cute, he has a dog, it's, like, cute Dick and Tim bonding, there's, like, a brief moment of narration where he's, like, uh, my brother, Tim Drake, thought of by many as the best Robin. Uh, I totally get it. And it's like, who in universe thinks that, Dick? It's you. <laughs> this is you projecting how much you love your brother. Canonically, Tim has an extreme inferiority complex about how nobody thinks he's the best Robin. <laughs> <laughs> this is just you thinking about how much you love your brother. Um, But uh, it's like, very like, nice. It's colorful. Dick looks beautiful in every panel. Um, it's just like, it's so made for me that I truly feel overwhelmed by it. Um, and I guess I'm excited to read more of it and, uh, continue to be personally victimized. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh comics. Also still really invincible. Still really good. Dang. Congrats. They they've done it. Uh anyways, yes. So, uh that's some some stuff about comics. If you want to hear more stuff about comics, you should follow us online. Uh you can follow us on Twitter, 
uh, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook to see when we post new episodes. Uh, we have a, oh, we have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, we're also Capes and Japes on social media, so feel free to follow us, send us an email. Uh, we have a Discord server that you can, uh, and should join, uh, to talk about, uh, whatever, uh, I mean, not whatever you want, uh, can't just, like, come in there and start saying, like, super racist stuff or anything, but you can talk about, you know, things that are going on that aren't necessarily related to comics, or you can talk about comics, you know, just come, just come and hang out. We have a Patreon, if you want to support us on there, uh, you can get bonus episodes, watch stuff, help pick what we talk about. Uh, as we mentioned, patron of the show Sam suggested we talk about Bane, uh, and we did, so that could be you. <laughs> um, if you can't support us on Patreon, another way to support the show is leave a rating and review where you listen to it. That means a lot to us, and we will give you a shout-out if you do. Uh, we also, telling a friend about the show is a uh, good way to support us, if you think they would be interested in it. And uh, just coming back and listening, as you have done once again today for Capes and Japes. Thank you so much. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And, as always, I'm sorry for breaking your back, sexy Batman. <laughs> it's just I had these scary dreams and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> uh.